Hey everybody and welcome to the Comic Book Companion Podcast. Each week, I read comic books and discuss them book club style, page by page, with my friend and co-host, Connor Shackelford. Each week will consist of two issues that you will know about ahead of time, so you can read along with us. Now remember, you should read those books, because everything is going to be spoiled from here on out. At the end of each episode, you'll get our contact information so you can contribute to the conversation and you'll receive your homework assignment for the next episode. So are you ready? I'm ready. Let's get started. All right, Connor, we are back. And this week we're talking all new X-Men. All new X-Men. I... Okay, so the Fantastic Four is, like, my all-time favorite team, I guess. Okay. But the X-Men come in, comes in as a very close second. Team-wise, they're probably my highlight for Marvel. Right. Um, but, I've always loved them. I'll read any kind of iteration on them. So. Right. I'm kind of the same way, and I'm loving what's going on right now with the gold, the, the new gold and blue and... They're coming out with the black and all these different teams or whatever. Yeah. But, it's but, like a, a renaissance of X-Men comics. Kind yeah, of. exactly. And uh, I love it. So uh, we were kind of talking and neither one of us had run, read this run. This is the 2015 uh, run of all new X-Men. And, yeah. uh, and I've read the previous run. So I'm aware of the overall premise of the book, but they've added some new members here. So Okay, good, because I've not read the previous stuff. Um, I've been a real bad comic book nerd, and really, <laughs> we've covered this before. This is the reason why we've started this podcast, yeah, this is, is because I want to read more. So uh, I am thrilled that we've been able to uh, do that so far. So anyways. Yeah, uh, so t- I'm just going to give a quick summary of the overall premise of the run it's the original x-men team from the 70s or 80s 70s okay 70s i'm gonna say 70s um gets pulled back into the or gets pulled into the present timeline by beast to convince older cyclops that he's wrong about what he's doing uh with his school which yeah, was the whole thing in 2014 yeah and he's being um, a bit of a jerk right yeah so that's the entire reason why these younger versions of these heroes are here Gotcha. And then one thing led to another, um, and that's where we're at now. Yeah, so. and um, and now we have some extra members on this team and stuff that obviously weren't original X-Men, so um, yeah. we'll get into a little bit of that a little bit later. So I don't know, I guess the run previous to this then didn't have some of these characters. It didn't have Kid Apocalypse, um, ID, or... Uh, Laura as Wolverine. It didn't have X twenty three as Wolverine. So right, okay, that's what I thought. But uh, I just wanted to make sure. And there's another character in here that's not on the cover. Um, that actually I think comes up in issue two. So we'll talk about him when that happens. But yeah. Um. So yeah. So we're starting out with the uh, number one, and uh, on the first little cover page here it says that the original X-Men, Cyclops, Beast, Iceman, and Angel were plucked from the past and brought to the present in hopes of reminding their future selves of the optimism and promise they once embodied. But trapped in the present, 
these all-new X-Men found themselves in a time when mutants are hated and feared more than ever. Determined not to let the world get the better of them, they've teamed up with Wolverine, Idy, a con- okay. okay, okay, no, I, I, I don't know why we have to yeah. make this so difficult when we write these books. Um, that's <laughs> right. a note to the creators. So we have <laughs> Wolverine, <laughs> ID, and Kid, a- uh, Kid Apocalypse, uh, and set out across the world to write their own futures and leave behind a legacy they could be proud of. So that's essentially yeah, and- what you had said. It's just that was the. Uh, the written um, word and this whole ordeal this whole event when it first started started a long uh process of beast just messing with time like current timeline beast messing with time to try to fix things oh okay which doesn't end well i um, guess maybe he should just stop that yeah he probably should he's super smart he should know that uh hey it didn't work the first couple times maybe we should just stop just messing things up for the rest of us so enough about the old run because I keep bringing that up. So this one opens <laughs> in uh, Vale, Colorado. Yeah, uh, and we see a skiing trip here. Yeah, we we're see, in the mountains. Um, we immediately see Wolverine or Laura, right? Um, and we get some narration. And it looks like to me, um, with just like reading this, your average Joe Blow, it looks like she's being chased by somebody. Yeah. And especially when we get down, because we don't know who this is yet, when we get down to the uh, man in latex here. Yeah, um, and you even see her, like, cut off this tree and drop it on the dude, um, which kind of, like, knocks him out a little bit. And then she goes and trips and goes flying off the side of the mountain. <laughs> uh, and uh, that's when we find out the person chasing her was uh, all-new Angel. Yeah. Uh, so, speaking of this Angel... Okay. Do you know why he has fire wings? So something happens since he's brought into this timeline. Something happened to his mutation that makes him different from other Angel. Like, okay. I think it involved Archangel somehow. Okay. Um, so that happens. Like, he's like a good version of Archangel. Is the I best see. way to put it. Okay. And, like, it just kind of throws me off because he has... Okay, yeah, fire wings. Those can go out, I guess, at will. But then it's like they have metal arms to them. So I'm like, yeah, which is kind of like an archangel thing with the metal wings. I'm like, where do those go when you're not using your wings? <laughs> yeah. But anywho, that's nor- neither here nor there. So uh, we see that Archangel or Angel uh, snatches up Laura, and uh, she gets all mad at him because it turns out that they were actually just in a race to the bottom of this mountain. Yeah, and, and Angel's all like, "What if you get hurt? You tripped." Um, and then she's like, "I'm Wolverine. I don't, I don't get hurt." Right. She's she must have this healing factor and stuff too. Then, and she's yeah, like, "She does." She's like, "Hey, dum dum, uh, I would have been just fine." Uh, so then we find out that they're apparently dating, and we get a little smoochy smooch. Uh, teen romance here. <laughs> And then um, Angel gets a call on his cell phone. Yeah, and he can't even manage to <laughs> say the entire word hello. He just says hello. I, that's something that uh, I love about this team is we see a bunch of like teenagers from the 70s have to adapt to like new technology. Yeah, that comes up a little bit later on yeah. that I thought was really funny. So yeah, that's, that's pretty cool um, about this. So we see Young Beast who never turned into the blue furry man. Right. Um, talk um he's on the other side of the phone and he's talking to kid apocalypse or evan 
about wrestling an alligator. Yeah. Stop <laughs> it, dude. What are you doing? Uh, and then there's this nice little interaction where uh, a lady wa- or ID watching is like, why would anyone pay money to see that? And then the old man's like, people are dumb. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, pretty much they call and um, they're making sure that Wolverine and Angel are coming to this trip they're planning. And they ask if he's heard uh, from Scott. Right, because uh, uh, it, apparently Angel doesn't seem to be too much concerned about Scott, but Beast very much is. Yeah, and um, they're meeting. We're all, we did forgot to mention they're meeting Iceman in Austin, and so That's so true. Beast is on a road trip. Right, is what's happening here. And um, when we say that he's looking for Cyclops for Scott, he's looking for the young version of Cyclops. Yes, uh, and the reason they're worried about him is because current timeline Cyclops died. Right. And kind of went crazy. So Yeah, and so like they're they're concerned about young Cyclops and they just you know, they're buddies. He uh Yeah. Uh Beast is just wanting to make sure that he's okay and stuff and getting back into the group and all that jazz. And they're using uh, Beast brings up that he's using an old version of uh, Cerebro to track mutants by their powers. Yeah, so apparently and, uh, this uh, Cerebro is a mobile situation in uh, Beast's camper. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he can't track Cyclops because Cyclops hasn't used his powers in a long time. Right, right. So no optic beams whatsoever. So yeah, he hasn't been able to uh, catch any because Beast isn't um, uh telepathic yeah so he has to rely on like mutants using their powers to get a read on them yeah and he can only track one mutant at a time not like a bunch of mutants yeah so he's got all of his focus on scott but he's waiting for scott to use his powers that's really the only way that he can track him so then we get uh angel and laura flying through the mountains and And oh go ahead if you're gonna say something (laughs) no no and then we uh cut to chicago illinois where yeah. we see that young Cyclops is kind of sitting at this little uh, restaurant, this like cafe situation, and he's doing a bit of research. Yeah, on a uh, group called the Ghosts of Cyclops, which are a bunch of uh, um, they claim to be activists, but they're a um, they're pretty much a gang of they're... people who like worship older Cyclops, the yeah. dead Cyclops. Yeah, they're a bunch of uh, Cyclops fanboys. Yeah, and uh, so. We find out that Cyclops is sitting here. He's like, he's mapping out where all of these uh, interactions happened with this group. And uh, he's trying to figure out where they're going to hit next. And that's why he's at where he's at, at this restaurant. Because he's figured out this is where they're going to hit next. Yeah. And then um, Cyclops, um, in all of his suaveness, sees a girl come up to him. Right. And just says, okay. Yeah, um, some beautiful girl that all of a sudden wants to take a selfie with him. Yeah. And I'm assuming, kind of like me, um, without reading on to the next page, that he assumed that she knew who he was and wanted to take a selfie with him. <laughs> That's yeah, kind of how I read it, was like, oh crap, she knows who he is, yeah, and like, now she's oh. wanting to take a selfie. Yeah, and he obviously doesn't want to be associated with his dead self. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He's trying to keep it... Uh, Real low key. That's a that's a dumb sentence I just said there. Only comics and or, that's the only medium where I can say dead self. Dead self. Um, <laughs> I was just gonna so, let it go, but you brought it back up again. But 
Whatever, man. Uh, so the girl explains how her mom doesn't want her out because of these ghosts of Cyclops running around town. Right, and, and um, so she took this selfie with Scott uh, to send to her mom, showing that she's not alone, that uh, her friends are with her or whatever, but apparently mm-hmm. they haven't shown up yet, or they, like, they ghosted or, her. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and then she's like, I f- she's talking to Cyclops about the ghost of Cyclops, and right. <laughs> I'm going to say Cyclops a lot in this. Yeah. Um, and she's like, her friend's mom has made her stay in a different state. And um, what are the actual chances of these creeps showing up here today? Cut to the creeps showing up here today. Yeah, there's this giant tidal wave that just ru- <laughs> rushes through this cafe. This guy's power is so gross. It is the craziest. So, um, we'll see on the next page now. You get a full shot of the entire group. Which, yeah. they, honestly, they have, some of them have some pretty cool powers. Yeah, like, they... You could probably write a book about these people. You really could. Because you have they, your strong guy, you have your leader. Yeah, if you had, if they had only not been a bunch of jerks, <laughs> then things would be fine. Although, I mean, you could totally write a villain book through them. Yeah. Um. So you see that this tidal wave came because this guy <laughs> basically vomits water everywhere and just, like, washed out the cafe... And so now everybody's soaking wet in his water vomit. Yeah, and uh, he goes on a big tirade about how Cyclops is right and Meaton shouldn't have to wait for rights. And he's rhyming. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, the whole team, aside from oil guy here, I think that's what he's spitting out of his hands. I'm not um, sure what, he's, what his deal is, yeah. but he's um, like some weird cross between something and Toad. Yes, that's what I got. That's what I gathered from him too. Um, yeah. So the whole team is making fun of him rhyming. Besides the new toad, right? Um. Uh, but uh, this is where <laughs> Scott jumps into action and punches old Watermouth and in the mouth. A, <laughs> we see a big geyser here. Yeah, he's like it's almost like a a broken fire hydrant. <laughs> and uh, he shoots it at another team member, which is the guy with uh, lobster claws. Yeah, that was strange. <laughs> fire, green, fiery lobster claw. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then we see that the girl with the flaming fists. See, because we don't know any of their names yet. We don't, so we just know their powers. Exactly, so that's the only way that we could really describe them. So we see that she's like, hey, uh, stop beating up on old Watermouth. <laughs> and uh, she takes a swing at Scott. Scott elbows her in the face. Then there's old... Uh, electricity lady she zaps Scott and he's down for now yeah and uh, gray rocky hulk here yeah um, is like <laughs> we don't care who this is uh, we're just gonna finish him here and Scott's inner monologue is inner monologue is pretty great where he's like I deserve that yeah exactly because he's like they're untrained but I'm trained but I pulled a stupid move and they got yeah. me on my blind side uh, I like that this one dude uh, looks like the thing. It, like if the thing and Gray Hulk had a love child. Yeah, and I also like his pink tape top that says "Yo" on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd I mean, wear that. He's a real bro. Yeah, he is. So uh, the cops show up and scare off this gang, but the leader, old Watermouth, dropped his wallet. So Cyclops got his ID. Right, 
and so now he's going to be able to uh, track him and find out where he's at. <laughs> and then uh, we cut back to the uh, girl talking to Scott, and um, she's like, hey, you were great out there. You uh, fought off all those mutants. Your, my mom's going to let us go on all these dates. And then yeah. she, dro- she drops the term mutant trash. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's like, okay, first off, slow down. Pump the brakes a bit. What do you mean my mom is going to let us go on so many dates? I didn't even agree to the first date. You yeah, were we on a date? You freaking Looney Tune. So Let's... calm down. <laughs> and yeah, and then she drops the mutant trash business, and Scott's like, nope, that's I'm out. my cue. I'm out of here. And uh, he just walks away while she's wanting to know where he's going. Uh, now we cut to Austin, Texas. And this was the, when I was flipping through the book originally, when we were kind of talking about what we wanted to read next, when I flipped through this book and at a couple of the pages, I happened to see this page and this is what really sealed the deal. (laughs) This is what sold it for you. Yeah. Is we see that Iceman has now created an ice sculpture of the thing. In Austin, Texas. Exactly. And because I love the Fantastic Four so much, I was like, (laughs) oh, that's a sign. We're supposed to be reading this book. So uh, we find out that Bobby has been kind of hanging out here, and um, he made an ice sculpture uh, of an armadillo mascot off some <laughs> dude's t-shirt, and uh, from there it's just kind of grown to where he makes these sculptures here. And, and Beast uh, is like, why aren't you laying low? That's kind of what we agreed on. And uh, Bobby's like, uh, things are pretty liberal here. Like, it's Austin, Texas. They don't... They're not. They don't hate mutants. Yeah, they're super mutant friendly. Yeah. Uh, don't sweat the ice thing. <laughs> um, and so we see that. Uh, oh, uh, Bobby wants to go dancing. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> apparently Kid Apocalypse brought two different pairs of dancing shoes. And on top of that, uh, Kid Apocalypse apparently has more <laughs> sneakers than everybody. So. Uh, of course he has dancing shoes. I love Kid Apocalypse. He needs more. He needs more push. Uh, I don't know anything about Kid Apocalypse other than what I've just read in these few pages. Yeah, he's cool. It's a it's a big thing to get into that we'll I'll get into eventually. I'm sure. But okay, that's cool. Um, and so they all go to enter this ch- camper trailer, and somehow it's ginormous. Yeah, so I don't know if you've watched any Doctor Who, but that's what this bit reminded me of. Is like it's way bigger on the inside. His little phone booth is so that's I, exactly yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about with that, but I yeah. didn't think about that. I thought about Harry Potter. Oh, okay, yep, I can see <laughs> and that too. The tent from Harry thing. Potter. Yeah, exactly. So that's immediately what I thought was like, oh, this tiny tent, and then inside the tent is like several rooms and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But it's like tiny trailer, but huge trailer. <laughs> I like that Beast is like, can I interest you in a cherry slushie? <laughs> <laughs> he's such a dad. Exactly. And he's like, Bobby, of course there are slushies. <laughs> um, and so now we're back to Chicago at the Algar University. And uh, Cyclops or Scott has shown up and... He's uh, there headed for the library because he's trying to hunt down Old Watermouth. Yeah, and he's going to go use the internet. Yeah, yeah, that's what's <laughs> great is because, like you said earlier, how they're like trying to adapt and like learn technology and all that kind of stuff. Is This is a perfect example of that because Scott has jumped on here to try to find this guy. And 
he's like, I just wanted the guy's dorm room address, <laughs> and now it's given me everything. I know everything. Exactly. Uh, but, what do you know? Uh, he, Scott has been tracked because we saw outside of the library a couple of the thugs or whatever had seen him come in and gave a call to old Watermouth. <laughs> and he blasts and, him off the computer. Yep, he just soaks him in the computer and everything in between. Um, and then, surprise, surprise, there's the rest of the team there to take on uh, Scott. And uh, they get a couple of pretty good licks in on him. Yeah, um, not after um, Watermouth guy here starts monologuing and gets punched in the face, though. That's true, yeah. <laughs> he he loves to talk. Um, and Scott tries to run for the exit, and they uh, stop him before he can leave and send him through a couple of bookshelves, which I didn't realize that um, Scott could handle so much uh, by yeah, way of... this is a lot of... He's pretty durable for, like, a 17-year-old. Yeah, exactly. That's a good way of putting it. Um, and then we do a little cut to Laura and Angel hanging out in an apartment. <laughs> uh, Scott getting beat up, and then uh, Kid Apocalypse ID and Bobby dancing. Right, right. Uh, and... Okay, well, I'll I'll try to ask that question here in a, in a minute because okay. I think it might be answered, but if not, we'll figure it out. So uh, we see that Beast is kind of sitting there listening to music and stuff outside of his camper, and Scott is bleeding on books. <laughs> um, and they uh, they've so pretty it, much yeah they've they pretty, pretty much, much beat him. captured him yeah yeah so. uh, it, except for this old man. I'm going to call him a librarian. Okay. Uh, that's, that's a safe assumption. <laughs> he uh, cracks old love child uh, Hulk thing. <laughs> and uh, he hits him with a chair and tells him to stop it and uh, <laughs> to leave Scott B. A uh, bad mood of old man. I hope you're thirsty. Says the um, <laughs> which water means, mouth guy. <laughs> yeah, which means he's going to throw up in his mouth. <laughs> This is like some weird fetish business yeah, that sure I don't is. care for. And then Scott finally snaps. This is like, you know, you idiots always talk about wanting to see what Cyclops would do. Well, here's what he would do on the optic blast. I would just like to say that something else that I'm very much impressed with is that no matter how much Scott got his uh, butt kicked in this and how many bookshelves he got put through, his glasses never fell off. Yeah. Not, so that's not impressive. Or even cracked, I don't think. No. <laughs> so that's slick. He had to physically remove them to shoot his eye beams. <laughs> so uh, that's exactly what happens. Uh, Kazat, and uh, this is what that that blank would do. And uh, he blasts them across the the room. Uh, and then we see that there's a uh, an alarm going off in uh, the. Magic Cere camper. The, the mobile Cerebro unit here. Yeah, and it's because <laughs> and Scott opened, has been looking. This he is... opens a cabinet and pulls out. So these were things in Wolverine and the X-Men. They're like little Nightcrawler babies. I had no idea what this was. Okay. But it is my freaking favorite thing. Yeah, so book. they're like little Nightcrawler babies that can bamf everywhere. This is awesome. And his name is Pickles. Yes. And, and he, he was... is my favorite. <laughs> 
I don't um, under what is he wearing though? What is that helmet thing he's got? I guess on? he's connected to Cerebro for some reason. Yeah, maybe so. But <laughs> I love that he's just like chomping on some Pringles <laughs> watching watching, some watching an iPad just like a baby. Yeah. Uh the uh, I think they're just called imps in that run. They're great. I don't remember their connection to Nightcrawler, but yeah, they're very much just little mini nightcrawlers. Yeah, it's just like a baby nightcrawler. But yeah, they keep calling him Bamf, or they keep calling him a Bamf in yeah. uh, this book in the series. So uh, we cut back from Pickles. We cut back to the library, and you see that it's just like smoke and rubble everywhere. Uh, and now this group is like Cyclops. Yeah, and, um, and Cyclops shoots another beam, and it's like I'm not Cyclops. He's right. dead. I'm Scott. Right. I'm Scott. I'm Scott Summers. Yeah, and uh, that must have taken it out of him because then he uh, falls out. He's passed out. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, old Firefist is like, um, Scott Summers is Cyclops, right? <laughs> and so they're like, all right, well, we're going to take this dude with us. But down in the corner, you see Bamf. Bamf! And, uh,. Pickles has successfully transported the team in their uniforms here. Actually, the whole RV. Everything. The RV, or the camper, the van, the entire team. (laughs) Um, Okay, so here's my question, what I was going to say earlier, and I was like, okay, I'm going to wait. How did Laura and Angel get here? Because I guess they, they, either that apartment is part of the RV, or they bamfed to pick them up too. They would have had to, I guess, yeah. because they were still at the mountains. Because everybody was supposed to go meet them in the mountains. Right. So they were separate from the rest of the team, but now they're all there with the team. I'm not mad at it. I'm just saying there's a bit of a... <laughs> Continuity <laughs> there, here. There's a flaw here. But uh, anyways, and this is this is something, too, is like this little bamp seems to be extremely powerful to be able to move all of this stuff, all these people, in one move, um, whereas Nightcrawler seemed to struggle with some of that. But, uh... uh, That was the end of this issue, was the team thing. Um, can I ask you, what is, uh, what is their name, ID? ID, yeah. What are are her powers? Because you Um, don't see her do anything in this So she can do, like, um... Some kind of pyrokinesis. It's not like she's straight up fire, but I think she can balance like balance elements. Uh, she's like nature based. Oh, okay. Like a yeah, because like you pretty much see everybody else's powers somehow yeah. in use in this issue, except for hers. So I was right. just curious. But yeah, that's it for issue one. Pretty awesome introductory. Yeah, uh, I, I'm digging issue. this a lot. Yeah, and uh, this is this art is my jam. You like, you like the art? Yeah, I think yes. it's good. Yeah, it's like all super clean, bright colors. Everything is done very well. I like it a lot, so I'm happy with this. But uh, you got anything else on this issue? That's it for me. All right, we're going to go ahead and take our break right here, and we will be back for issue two. Yep. The Comic Book Companion Podcast is brought to you by me. You guys, I have my own Amazon store and I want your business. 
But not only do I want your business, I also want you to support the Comic Book Companion podcast. All you have to do is go to Amazon.com slash shops slash M-M-M-S-C-C-C, as in Michael Matthew Moore's Comedy, Comics, and Collectibles, because I'm also a stand-up comedian, but that's not important right now, and fill up your cart with stuff from my shop. Once you're ready to check out, use the promo code COMPANION, and you'll get 15% off your entire order of items from my shop in my shop only. So, anyways, show your support for the podcast by going to my shop at amazon.com slash shops slash M-M-M-S-C-C-C and enter the promo code COMPANION at checkout to get 15% off your entire order. Now, on to our next issue. Oh, right, and we're back. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Yeah. Uh, issue two of all new X Men 2015. That is right. Okay. And uh, we are um, still in the library. The new, all new X Men have just shown up to, um, I guess, save Scott. I don't think they realized that he was in a fight with a bunch of. Uh, Ghost Cyclopses. Yeah. Crazy mutant or uh, crazy mutant cyclops worshippers. There we go. And I just want to say that um, I absolutely hated the version of Cyclops that had the stupid X over his face. Oh, the X visor where he shoots it out in X's. Hate it. So (laughs) dumb. Whoever whoever came up with that should be ashamed of themselves. Okay, and I'm so, glad to get your take on that costume. <laughs> I'm glad... that costume's the last one he had. So. Right. I People have just been waiting to hear what I had to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, we're in the library, and uh, Iceman is waking up Scott. Scott doesn't know what's going on. He's asking, um, what happened? Where are we? And uh, that's where Iceman gives him the wakey-wakey eggs and bakey. <laughs> and uh, I like that he's like don't get your hopes up though I don't have any actual eggs and bacon made and neither did um, his mom apparently so that's yeah, sad neither did his mom um, uh, what's going on Ghost of Cyclops and then uh, Iceman's like about to throw down these misguided cosplayers of yours right that's awesome too um, and so Scott for some reason doesn't want to use his eye beams anymore so he picks up I guess a table leg <laughs> Uh, yeah, like a chair leg or a table leg. And then we get the uh, name of Watermouth, which is Thirst. thirst which, Ugh. yeah, that makes your skin, skin crawl a little bit. Yeah, it does. Should have just called him Watermouth. <laughs> and then um, we get the uh, whoosh. <laughs> we get we get a mouth blast here and Iceman counters. Yeah. It's like, my, my name uh, starts with the word Iceman. <laughs> what did you think would happen? Right. And... Uh, Laura, Turns out they, Wolverine yeah. was already on top of it, and she knew that it was just a diversion, and that they're running. And so uh, they blast a hole in the wall, and out that they go uh, to try to get away from everybody. And uh, Scott's not having it. No, he is not. He uh, goes for a what's the, what's the wrestling term for this maneuver Scott pulls here? He spears him. 
He spears him. He spears him in the legs. Yeah. Um, old thirst here. Yeah. Uh, gets him down on the ground while the other uh, while Laura and Angel go after the rest of the group. Exactly. He just starts laying into this guy. He quenches his thirst. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's dumb. Don't. That's. <laughs> oh boy. And so he's just pounding away on thirst, and Beast is trying to get him to sco- uh, stop, and uh, Cyclops is like, "Why should I?" And Beast is like, "Uh, because the police are here." <laughs> There's just a bunch of cops. Yep. And so uh, he beat the crap out of Thirst. Cyclops is like, whoopsie-daisy. Everybody else has their hands in the air. And uh, then we get some, like, dialogue between... Yeah, of, like, them telling the cops, like, he was they were fighting a gang of mutants. He doesn't need to be arrested. And then Cyclops is like, no, I assaulted him. She's doing her job. Right. So he ends up going to jail. Right. At least for the night. That's what it ends up being. Yeah, which this is kind of interesting because it was, like, um, Hank trying to keep cyclops out of jail but cyclops is like no i did it i need to go to jail it's the right thing to do blah 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 and so um they have to wait until morning to be able to get cyclops out of jail and so uh iceman wants to know what now and this is where this is where (laughs) that cute little pickles comes back into play (laughs) And uh, they're going to take him out for some pizza because they're going to need him rested and fed to uh, bamf them out of there in the morning. Yeah, so it turns out that took that bamfing like that takes a lot out of pickles. Right, so. and really that kind of happened with Nightcrawler too. So like I guess that's yeah. just a common theme throughout the uh, their race. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, and so the camper in the Volkswagen van. Which I just realized the van has an X on the front of it instead of the VW. So that's pretty cool. Um, The nerd wagon. I'm sorry, that's what it's called. Uh, Can't just stay in the library. Somebody's got to get it out of there. And so... Uh, So so ID and Evan get stuck with that. Yeah, the the uh, non-70s kids get stuck with this job. Right. And uh, I like that Iceman's like, we'll um, save you a couple slices. Cool. (laughs) And then they're both like, not cool. And I love Uh, that Pickles is given the like, uh, the like, rocker horns. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what that is. The rock and roll And then we cut to a police station um, where they're... They took Thirst and Cyclops, which they put them in the same cell. Or no, okay, so they're not in the same cell. They're, right. There's a bar bef- uh, between them. So. Right. And, uh, yeah, so Thirst is like, I could, you know, use my water powers and try to get us out of here, but uh, that you, would... You got eye lasers, dude. Yeah, and, like, Thirst is like, well, this place probably wouldn't drain and we would all drown. And, yeah. and he's like, but you have uh, these eye lasers that could just, like, blast us out of this place. Um, and, and, then, and then he starts questioning young Cyclops about, like, what he is. Right. He's like, are you his kid? Are you a clone? Right. He doesn't get an answer. Right. Um, um, and that's when uh, Scott kind of snaps again, and he's, like, talking about this gang that uh, they're looking up to like a self-righteous mass murdering psychopath yeah which was exactly what the old cyclops turned into right uh he was a bee being super villain yeah yeah 
this guy, uh, this this cyclops likes to cuss. <laughs> I can get down with that. That's cool. Uh, um, and then he's trying to defend the group, and they're not, cyclops isn't having it. Right. Um, and he's like, "Who? Like, what? What are you? Like, are you?" Or big famous Cyclops daddy didn't hug you enough, and then he replies, "The Cyclops wasn't my dad, you idiot. He's me." Right. So that's where uh, bombshell. Sorry, thirst. The guy that you've been fighting with is Cyclops. Um, and now we've cut to the the pizzeria. Yeah, the gang with the pizza, and then uh, so this is interesting. So we see them come in. Uh, Beast and Bobby are talking. Ice Man are talking about. Um, Iceman could have bought his clothes, and they're going back and forth. Right. And then, uh, where is it? Oh, uh, I know what you've, where you've been, what you've been up to. And then Iceman's like, nothing's going on, I'm fine. Um, which I think this is a reference to, this is the Cyclops that came out as gay at the end of Uncanny X-Men. Okay, that's what I was kind of picking up on, too. So, like, the yeah. cycle, or, um, Iceman's not really wanting to talk about it right now. Yeah. So, yeah, Okay. Uh, and um, we see that and, Pickles is oh, in a backpack. Ahead. Yeah. Which I think is adorable. Um, I'd love to hear how it's going with the hole, and then he gets cut off uh, to stop it. And he's like, yeah, I'm trying not to. I'm just, uh, Beast is like, I'm trying to help. Right. Um, so I don't know if this is a... This is kind of a weird back and forth, because Beast is from the 70s. So I don't know if he's like... Okay, he's seeming to be okay with the fact that Bobby is gay, but... Right, and... uh. I mean that doesn't really surprise me because B seems to be progressive and yeah. uh, you know he's smart, scientific, all that kind of stuff. So right. that wouldn't surprise me in the least bit with him being okay with that. Um, and so uh, we see that pickles is going to cause some trouble. <laughs> he's licking his lips and seeing and smelling the pizza. Um, Bobby just wants to order pizza. Uh, uh, that doesn't look like it's gonna happen with the spread here. <laughs> uh, we see that Pickles has just gone on an eating spree. Everyone's pizza is fair game. Yep, he's bamfing all over the place. Uh, so then we cut to a parking garage because earlier, <laughs> uh, Wolverine and Angel had split out uh, to follow after the rest of the gang that didn't get arrested, and yeah. so they're now at this parking garage. And they're arguing over, like, are they X-Men, are they New Mutants, are they just students? Right. And, uh, they even mention that Iceman is about 115 pounds soaking wet, the little blue one looked more like Apocalypse than Nightcrawler, and the Beast, uh, one was (laughs) all old-school fleshy Beast. Yeah. And, uh... All I know is I saw living, breathing, optic blasting cyclops, and so they're all, they're trying to figure out who these are. Right. And so there's been rumors circulating about doppelgangers of the original X Men since last year. Right. Um, and it's funny that dude says, "Did you snopes it? You got to snopes it." <laughs> so that was funny. Um, um, and then uh, Hulk Love Child Thing guy. <laughs> is getting into his car because he's like, I'm going to get my hands dirty, which I'm assuming he was going to go break out uh, thirst from the yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Police station, and then the, Laura's like, "That's our cue." We jump in, um, 
and she's just gonna cut that car in half. Yeah, she she's like, you know what? Sorry, no offense to Scott, because he couldn't take on these guys by himself, but I'm Wolverine, and he's yeah. not. And snicked. Uh, she slashes the tires on this car. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's what it is. And then the car hits the pole. Yeah. And then Hulk, Hulk thing child comes out. Right. And he's like, that was my new car. <laughs> uh, and he's like, I'll kill you. And then Angel comes in, fires off some some fire. Fire from his wings. Yeah. Right. And he's like, no, you really won't. You you won't, buddy. Um, and then we find out, well, we kind of saw before that old Crabby Claws um, <laughs> has some kind of elemental fire, green fire, toxic fire thing happening here. Right, and he just douses Wolverine with it, and uh, she just walks right through it. She's a real badass. Yeah, and I, as any Wolverine would be. <laughs> exactly, and uh, I like that old Crabby Hands is like WTF. <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> exactly. And then, just as she had them, like, really questioning life, Angel swoops in and snatches her out of there. And puts her in water, which is, like, the worst thing you can do to a wolverine. Yeah, right? I mean, they're uh, kind of like they cats. Cats they, don't like getting wet, and neither do yeah, wolverines. Yeah, they, they have metal bones. They can't swim. That's true. Does she also have metal bones, then? Yeah, she has adamantium. Okay. I kind of thought so, but I wasn't entirely sure. Uh, so as they're arguing in this fountain is assuming uh, that's what I'm assuming this is. Yeah. Uh, the the gang gets into a, the, another car and bolts out of there. <laughs> and then we cut back to ID and Kid Apocalypse. Hey, and they've taken care of the problem with the the nerd yeah. wagon being in the library. It's being towed. <laughs> it's being just being towed. That's the only way they could really do it. Yep, and it's being impounded, and Beast will have to pay <laughs> to get it out later. <laughs> How goes the vehicle extraction? Depends on who you ask. Exactly. Uh, and uh, then... So they they meet them at the pizzeria here. And it looks like you got pickles fed. <laughs> and, and he's sloshing down some Brewskis. Yeah, look at him. I love this guy. He is <laughs> the best. And so he's just zip-zapping all over the pizzeria, just snatching people's beers and pizzas. And uh, he's he's going to be ready to bamf out of there tomorrow. Yeah, um, and I like that Beast is like in hindsight. Perhaps we should have brought the pizza to pickles. Yeah, this was a bad. We should have not have came here with him. Exactly. And so we're back at the jail now, and uh, this is pretty. This honestly exists, I think, to show a recap of what happened to original Cyclops. So right, it's like because Avengers vs X Men happened, and he killed Professor X. That's how that whole event went down right and um, so cyclops is kind of filling thirst in on what had happened originally yeah and uh how he's here now in this time period and that kind of thing and um i'm doing everything i can uh i can think of to be someone else but no matter what he's what i get to be when i grow up even if i dodge the psycho bullet and change my destiny i'm still stuck with that creep's legacy so that's kind of like an interesting way to do a character is like he kind of he's trying literally everything he can be to not be himself yeah and that's what uh, that's what I'm kind of torn about because it's like okay so he knows what the other Cyclops have become yeah so he can stop that now it's not like and he's already changed his 
He's already changed Cyclops' timeline by existing. Exactly. And this timeline. like Exactly. So I feel like that's not an absolute. That's not going to act. Yeah, it's not. That that doesn't mean that's going to absolutely happen, that he would He's absolutely be that. He's not going to turn into the radical that old Cyclops did. Exactly. Yeah. Like, he knows he knows what happens to, uh, to make Cyc- Cyclops that way, so don't do those things. Or do them better. Or, what, you know, whatever. Like the whole absolute thing where he's like, oh, this is what he becomes, and I'm going to be that. Well, don't be that. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't. Yeah. Uh, uh, and he's like, because, well, his final point here is because unlike you and your dumbass friends, my Cyclops mask doesn't come off. Exactly. And then the crew busts in to get thirst out. And there they are. And then that's where that like weird little dude that I feel like he's kind of like Toad is like, climbing up on the wall and, yeah he's doing some spider-man nonsense here but he's got some strength to him or something because he's yeah. put some some grips into that brick wall <laughs> so uh yeah that's and the, that's where this issue ends that's where it ends so uh, excuse me oh, i'm gonna cut that out my um, <laughs> um leave thoughts it on the leave series it all so in. far uh all in? Okay. sure uh i love this series so far this this has been a lot of fun to me, and just the characters I think are really interesting. Um, it has it's, it's cool takes on pre existing characters too. Right, right, and it has pickles. Yeah, pickles is great. <laughs> I'm gonna be obsessed with pickles this entire <laughs> um, series. You remember when we did Moon Knight and I was obsessed with moonerangs? No, it's pickles. Yeah, I was gonna say our moonerang count here is zero. <laughs> No moonerangs, but tons of pickles. Tons of pickles. So something I think we should do is when we finish up this, we might want to look at Death of X, which is explain this came that came out after the fact here. Okay, and that explains how old Cyclops died. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can look into that. That's cool. Yeah. So that's it. That's issues one and two of all new X Men. Um, Yep. Hopefully, everybody else that's reading this along with us has enjoyed this just as much as we have. Um, next episode, well, then, we'll do issues three and four. Yeah, so we are skipping the Monsters Unleashed tie-in, because that event was kind of everywhere, and, um, I think it's just, it flows better if we don't read that. Yeah, and I'll be completely honest, tie-ins make me angry. Yeah, they do. It's, they're not, sometimes they're good, and they can, like, make some good one-off stories, but a lot of times they just detract from the overall run, so. Yeah, and I have such a hard time keeping up with what's supposed to be where, and jumping from title to title and all that kind of stuff i just don't have the patience i just can't do yeah. it so if we're going to be able to get our full story with just sticking with this series and going forward then that's exactly what i would like to do yeah so do not read i'm going to repeat that again do not read um issue one point mu here well and this is all on marvel unlimited well i mean they so. can, you can read it you can read all yeah. you want to read we're not going to cover but it, we're not going to cover it at this point in yeah. time um, so that's yeah that's something i'm going to bring up here is this uh is totally all on Marvel Unlimited, so it's free if you if you have that app already. Yeah, um, and you can follow along with us. So yeah, we're trying we're trying to do what we can in the Marvel Unlimited. So whatever we read is in there, and you can read along with us. Sure, and, there's going to be new um, books like the new Fantastic Four and stuff that we're reading. That's not going to be on there. It's just kind yeah, of how the cook- and um, something we I'll bring up is I don't know if you I think you're planning on getting the DC service. Yeah. Um, well, we might want to try to stick to that too when that comes out. Yep. Yep. For um, sure. 
so that gives people like they can pay for one service and have a lot of comics that we can cover yeah yeah and that's another reason to why we've kind of only been really covering marvel stuff is because it's all been in within this marvel uh app so we're able to this marvel unlimited so we can cover it that way yeah and it's just cheaper for all of us absolutely so please sponsor us marvel unlimited yeah please and thank you we're (laughs) we're pushing your services but um all right well that's going to be it for this episode and uh we will talk at you next time yep all right that's it that's everything that's all that we have this week you can contact us on instagram and twitter at comic underscore companion and you can email us at comicbookcompanion at gmail.com you can follow me on instagram and twitter at mmorecomedy and you can follow Connor at Attack on Wake Up. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you would be so kind, please give us a quick five-star review. We would very much appreciate it. Now, until next time, we have been your comic book companion.